Welcome to the Liberty Leadership and Lies with Larry Linton podcast, coming to you from the Goat Locker Studio in Sevierville, Tennessee. Be sure and check us out and like us on Facebook and Instagram, and follow us on Telegram, as well as on the website of libertyleadershipandlies.com. You can subscribe to notifications on the website to follow the blog there. If you would like to contact the show, just send an email to Larry at LibertyLeadershipAndLies.com. Again, that is Larry at LibertyLeadershipAndLies.com. Now, on to the episode. Lies. Before we get too deep into this week's topic, I feel like I must tell you a couple of things. They do tie into the topic of lies as well. First, if you've listened to the weekend update, you know that I am currently working a contract for my company here in the Permian Basin, in the Midland, Odessa area of Texas. That isn't entirely what I wanted to talk to you about, though. As I was preparing for this trip, and you would not believe the amount of preparation required to conduct leadership safety and human performance coaching to a company, a thought occurred to me. As I said, I was busy preparing for the trip. I began to realize how much time I had spent in my preparation for this engagement with a new client and how that preparation time had cut into the time I was spending not only on this podcast, but my campaign. At some point last week, between putting together Wednesday's episode followed quickly by Saturday's weekend update, I felt like there was not enough time for me to do all three things, my job, my podcast, and my campaign, and still spend time with my family as well as get some sleep. So I can see why some people do not want to get involved in the effort of trying to restore our republic. They must feel that there are not enough hours in the day to provide for their families and do the work that is required to rein in an out-of-control government. The mere thought of it must be exhausting. Then I look around at the people that are doing it right now, right alongside me. They have families too. Most, if not every one of them, also have full-time jobs as well. Which brings me to the second thing about all the time and work that is required to restore our republic and how it ties into lies. You see, I found a way to make it all work. To make time for my family, for the podcast, for my campaign, and for executing this new contract. In the beginning of this perceived time crunch, I was thinking of ways, really thinking of excuses, to give up on one of the things that was eating away at my time. After all, time is our most precious commodity. You can't make new time and you cannot save time. You can only invest it. I, and many others out there, have decided to invest our time trying to restore our republic to its founding principles. Because the return on that investment will benefit everybody, not just a select few, as opposed to the policies and laws put into place by the new aristocracy right now. My efforts in this, my mission since retiring from active duty, is a two-pronged approach. This podcast and my campaign to serve in Tennessee's General Assembly. So the second thing is the lie a lot of people tell themselves that they do not have the time to invest in this or similar efforts. That lie almost had me creating excuses for myself to give up on one of the two fronts of my efforts to restore our republic and this state to its founding principles. So that is a lie It is a lie we must quit telling ourselves. We have to encourage our fellow Americans to not believe this lie. There is time that everybody has to invest in saving our republic. Just minutes a day is all that's required. 
So in keeping with what I just discussed, let's talk about other lies. Are you sick of them yet? Most especially the lies about this pandemic. It seems that each time we get closer to some semblance of normalcy, and we'll talk about normalcy in the next segment, but every time some semblance of a return to a life where COVID-19 is not dominating the news cycle and unconstitutional restrictions are starting to be lifted, along comes a new variant of the virus. Or along comes news about how the vaccinated need to get a booster to maintain their protection. Protection from a virus with a greater than 99% chance of survival if you do get the virus. Or the lies being told about natural immunity for people that have contracted and recovered from the COVID-19 virus. The first lie in this pandemic was the two weeks to slow the spread which has resulted in some of those same liberty restrictions surviving nearly two years later. Now, given our past experiences with government lies about vaccines, mandates, and lockdowns for nearly two years now, what are we to expect of this statement from the usurper-in-chief? He gave this statement on Monday of last week. In response to the Omicron, or moronic, COVID-19 variant, he told the press that his administration would put into place plans to deal with that that do not include shutdowns or lockdowns, which is hilarious. Remember when he told us that he wasn't going to mandate the vaccine? Uh Uh-huh. I pulled that information from a recent news article from Newsweek with this headline, Democrats disavow lockdowns they embraced under Trump as COVID riots rock Europe. Well, they not only embraced those lockdowns, they fell in love with their tyrannical nature. Some of those restrictions are still in place because of the level of control that allows government to impose on the citizens. While most states have dropped the restrictions at the state level, there are still the many tyrants at the local level that are enjoying the ability, due to an apathetic local electorate, to restrict their liberties, which is completely antithetical to our Constitution. For instance, in Alaska's capital of Anchorage, There is an indoor mask mandate for everybody five years of age and older. Not a state-level restriction on individual citizens' ability to breathe fresh air, just a local one. The mask mandate applies to areas open to the public or in communal spaces shared with non-household members. Imagine what that means, communal spaces shared with non-household members. That includes private businesses where people gather restaurants, movie theaters, skating rinks, and on and on and on. It seems that the Anchorage Municipal Assembly is comprised of these many tyrants that were spawned by federal and state government's ability to impose unconstitutional restrictions on our liberty. Do you think that if enough people in Anchorage had gotten together to threaten the re-election of those members, that the outcome would not be different? If enough people did not believe in the lie that they do not have time to invest in restoring their liberty and restoring their government to one that protects the citizens' rights instead of restricting them, there would definitely be a different resolution to the mask mandate there. Let's move on to another state that is supposedly red on the political map, and that's Louisiana. It is supposedly fully reopened currently, but masks are still required in K-12 schools. Of course, there is an opt-out if the schools adopt certain protocols, which are most likely tied to federal funding. 
But in New Orleans, the mayor there announced requirements akin to carrying a vaccine passport. Citizens there, 12 years of age and older, must provide proof of vaccination. Or they must provide a negative PCR test. You know, those tests where they stick a Q-tip up into the base of your brain. And that's required for indoor activities like restaurants, gyms, or movie theaters. Parents must really be proud of themselves for allowing this compulsive and coercive medical testing on their children just to enjoy the freedoms, the liberties, that governments are supposed to be protecting instead of restricting. Oh, and get this. Attending an outdoor event that has more than 500 people in attendance in New Orleans has the same requirements as indoor activities. On to another state. It's Missouri. It's being reported as fully opened. And that term, fully reopened, is a misnomer, by the way. A purposeful lie. Because there are parts of the states that are listed as fully reopened that have these restrictions. If not every spot in the state is fully reopened, it's not fully reopened. So continuing with Missouri, the city of St. Louis requires individuals five years of age and older to wear a mask in indoor public spaces and while using public transportation. Which is ironic. You have a better chance of being murdered in that city than a 12-year-old child has of dying from COVID. Nebraska is another reliably red state, or mostly red. The Lincoln-Lancaster County Health Department has issued a mask mandate regardless of vaccination status there. Anybody two years of age and older must wear a mask in indoor public spaces unless social distancing can be maintained. Again, I would ask the audience this. If the people in those cities, counties, or districts had vigorously injected themselves into the arena and threatened the political leaders there with not re-electing them, would these situations exist? Or do those same politicians, you know, the new aristocracy, do they rely on the apathy of the electorate to continue with their liberty-restricting mandates and orders? I think you know the answer to that. That is why the investment of time, no matter how small a portion of it, is important to the cause of liberty. That investment will pay large dividends towards the restoration of our constitutional republic. So let's pause for a word from a supporter of this podcast. For all my listeners that live in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, I want to give a huge shout out to one of my all-time favorite car mechanics and longtime good friend, Glenn Moser. He is a supporter of this podcast and the owner-operator of Professional Auto, located at 5900 Thurston Avenue, Suite Alpha, in Virginia Beach. Phone number is 757-962-0102. Not only is Glenn an extremely talented mechanic, but he is also a great American and a staunch supporter of our constitutional rights. My family and I relied on Glenn and Professional Auto for all of our vehicle needs when we lived in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area. Quality work at a fair price and service with a smile are what you will receive when you take your vehicle to Professional Auto. I encourage all my listeners there in the Hampton Roads area to look them up if your car needs work. Again, that is Professional Auto, 5900 Thurston Avenue, Suite Alpha in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and the phone number is 
Back to lies. And another lie that keeps getting pushed out into the public square is this nonsense of a, quote, return to normal, unquote. We see how much we have returned to normal over the course of the past 20 months, haven't we? A mostly compliant electorate has done what government has asked. No, let me rephrase that. A mostly compliant electorate has done what the government has either coerced or bribed them into doing since the start of this pandemic. Have we returned to the same lifestyle we were, for the most part, enjoying in 2019? Absolutely not. Our government has used fear and intimidation to divide us based upon its responses to the COVID-19 pandemic. I would like to remind you all of the screenshot I took of that liberal's tweet on what he believes should happen to those that refuse the vaccine so he can return to normal. If you did not see it on the website, let me share with you right now what it says. This liberal stated that the CDC should roll out a new program and call it Get The Shot or Get Shot. He goes on to say this in his tweet. The unvaccinated need to be rounded up. You know, that's really what socialist and communist dictators do with their citizens. Anyway, the unvaccinated need to be rounded up and then lined up in front of open trenches. Their choice is simple. America has had enough of their virus. We need to get back to normal life with or without them. First of all, it's not the unvaccinated virus. Everybody can get it, vaccinated or not. I'm actually surprised that Twitter suspended that individual's account. I guess Twitter hates it when liberals expose exactly who they are on its platform. But this liberal, old Lars McMurtry, his viewpoint is exactly what nearly every single liberal believes. Do you want to know why they believe that way? Because they believe the lies our government and our media have been telling them for nearly two years now. This division, this pitting citizen against citizen, is needed. It is the new aristocracy's plan to distract us from what they are doing in our republics and our state's capitals. The elected usurpers of our liberty, as well as the non-elected ones, which includes the news and social media companies, and the judiciary in parts of this country, do not want us to figure out that investing time to the restoration of our republic is not a lie. I think there are some people that would love a return to a lifestyle similar to what we had in 2019 for several reasons. Like business owners that were forced out of business because of government lockdowns. Or like healthcare workers that were once lauded as heroes but have become pariahs because they refused to give up their sovereignty over their own bodies. Maybe employees of companies with contracts with the federal government or that receive federal funding want to return to the time before government coercion with regard to medical decisions about their own body did not cause them to choose between losing their livelihood or succumbing to government control. Or how about family members who have lost loved ones, either to the virus or the adverse effects of the experimental vaccines? I think most everybody would like to return to the way of life they enjoyed before the onset of this, possibly man-made virus, and the ensuing pandemic it caused. I think I might shock all of you with this statement, though. I do not want to return to the way of life we had in 2019. I absolutely want something different than what the citizens enjoyed in 2019, because the conditions that enabled our local, state, and federal governments to restrict our liberty were in place at that time. Apathy was already in place in 2019. 
Uninvolvement with our government by a vast majority of the population was extremely prevalent in our republic then. Government overreach was already in place before 2019. Overreach into the professional and personal lives of every single American. The vehicles of pretend legislation and out-of-control government spending already existed in 2019. The monstrosity that is the 16th Amendment was in place. The progressive income tax code enabled by that abomination had been, in the words of Barry Goldwater, creating more criminals than any other piece of legislation in our nation's history. The citizens of our republic were suffering under the oligarchy of despotism that our judicial system created. Our government and those elected to serve in it were already dividing Americans by the cliques they created. By devising new and increasingly splintering special interest groups in the population to keep us fighting each other, instead of focusing on them and their usurpations of our liberty. In 2019, most parents were blissfully unaware of the divisive and corrosive curriculum that our children were being indoctrinated with in our government school system. Like now, there was still a federal Department of Education that dictated what those same school systems were going to indoctrinate our children with or they would not get federal funding. Yes, in 2019, the federal government was using our own money against us and against the states and private businesses to force them into compliance with policies and programs that the government wanted and not what was best for the country as a whole. In 2019, although it didn't happen during the presidency of Donald Trump, our federal government was still getting us into unconstitutional wars all over the globe. In 2019, legislative branches of federal and state governments had unconstitutionally abdicated their authority to other branches of government or even to corporations and special interest groups like teachers unions. So no, I do not want to return to that normal ever again. The only return I want, and what every citizen should want, is for government to return to their constitutional limitations. A return to our federal and state governments completely understanding that they only govern with the consent of the governed. A return to an education system where the parents exercise their authority and control with school boards with regards to curriculum that their children were exposed to. The return to that type of education system means abolishing the federal government's Department of Education that uses our tax money as the carrot and stick to force compliance with federal and not local programs and policies. I would like to see a return to the normal condition where servant leaders actually sought out and won elections to serve the people and not themselves or other special interest groups. A return to a system where the members of Congress did not have an income of nearly three times the average income of the American citizen. Wouldn't we all like to see a system where members of Congress did not get wealthy based upon their elected position? Our current system, and one that was in place in 2019, allows more than half of the members of Congress to be millionaires, while the average American was earning around $70,000 a year. Would you all like to see a return to that normal? The rules for thee and not for me normal? Where the new aristocracy continues to increase their wealth off the sweat equity of the citizenry and is not held to the same level of accountability as they hold us? Would you like to see a return to a judicial system and a law enforcement system that has created two different tiers of justice? 
where a member of the new aristocracy is not held accountable to the same degree as a member serving the United States Navy for committing the same crime? Would you all like to see a return to agencies of the federal government being weaponized, not only against political opponents, but citizens that speak out in opposition to government policies? I do not know about you, but I do not want to see a return to the normal that enabled our federal government to take over one-fifth of the economy and then dictate what type of health insurance you can and cannot have or which doctor you can and cannot see. Do you want to return to a time where the national news media served as the propaganda wing of a political party? Where the same news media vilified their opponents in headlines on print and internet media? Or squashed stories that were detrimental to their preferred political party? The same media that is right now celebrating the deaths of anybody that spoke out in opposition to government-forced vaccines? Do you want to return to a time where free speech was routinely suppressed in the new public squares that the internet and social media is in this era? Do you all want to return to a time where the hypocrisy of the new aristocracy went unchecked by the people, as well as what is supposed to be a free press? A return to the time when our colleges and universities are not only charging extremely expensive tuition costs, because the loans students get are guaranteed by the federal government, but those same institutions are continuing the liberal and corrosive indoctrination of our children that started in their K-12 through grades? No. No, I do not want to return to that normal. I want to return to the normal of the political system where the citizen is the recognized sovereign, not government institutions or government employees. So let's pause for a word from another supporter of this podcast. Are you looking for a vacation that offers excitement and peaceful tranquility? You can get both right here in East Tennessee. Sevierville, which is the home of Dolly Parton and the world-famous Dollywood, in addition to the many family-friendly attractions in Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg, provide the fun and excitement to the tranquil backdrop of the beauty of the rivers, streams, waterfalls, hiking trails, and mountaintop views in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. Sean Kelly and his family would love to encourage you to consider vacationing here at the Gateway to the Smoky Mountains. While there are several lodging companies you could choose from, Sean and his family have over 75 years of experience in the hospitality sector. If you are looking for a company with hometown values, where quality accommodations and cleanliness are paramount to your overall guest experience, look no further than Smoky Mountain Cabins of Tennessee. Book with confidence and be sure to tell the Kellys that you are their special guest to receive a 10% discount on reservations. Please be aware, though, that some restrictions do apply. So call now, toll-free at 866-289-8818. You can also look at their cabins online at www.smcabinstn.com. So call now and book your vacation here in the Smoky Mountains with Sean and the Smoky Mountain Cabins of Tennessee staff. They are experts in creating mountain memories one stay at a time. Once again, the number is 866-289-8818 and the website is www.smcabinstn.com. Once again, be sure and let Sean Kelly and his team of professionals know that you heard about them on Liberty, Leadership, and Lies with Larry Lynn. But we're back on lies now. Again, do not believe the lie that liberals and media are selling with the phrase, return to normal. Do not let them entice you with the normal that existed in 2019. 
where most of the country was unaware of what their government was not only capable of doing with their liberty, but what it had been doing to our liberty for generations now. That should not be a normal any free person wants to return to. One would think the biggest liars in our republic are the people that are elected to serve us in government, especially at the federal and state level. While what they are telling we the people are mostly lies, to them what they are saying are not lies. Well, for the most part anyway, because they honestly believe the poop they are shoveling onto the citizens. Some of what they spew out of their mouths are lies, and very calculated ones too, that they know. After watching the national media and their partners in social media and tech companies started doing once Donald Trump announced his candidacy and won the election in 2016, I would argue that the unfree press is the biggest liars in our republic. They know what they are reporting as news and what they are not reporting as news are lies meant to benefit one particular political party. These same media outlets and social media outlets are lying about the return to normal or that you are wasting your time trying to reform our government and change it back to what it was meant to be. Social media and the news media will work in concert to fact check every one of the posts on social media that runs counter to their narrative. They will also employ techniques and algorithms to shadow ban people or suppress and diminish the reach of their information. They write stories that empathize only with the newly created and the many varied protected classes of people. I recently read an article about how a barista at a nationwide chain of stores, using her social media, blasted apologetic customers on Thanksgiving for being out and ordering drinks from her. Of course, the media is trying to garner sympathy for those often minimum wage employees that must work on holidays, and they don't take the story to its logical conclusion. Because logical conclusions are out of the reach of most liberals, especially those liberal employees that voluntarily entered into an employment agreement with a company, fully knowing the wages the company paid, as well as the schedule necessary to remain as an employee. Of course, it is the evil corporations just squeezing everything they can out of their employees to turn a profit. The evil rich, except in this story, the evil corporation, is famous for its position on the left or liberal side of the political spectrum. In the employee's social media post, set to a song that has the title of Hate You, the young lady responds to customers that are sympathetic to her having to work on a holiday. Remember, her employment is a voluntary agreement between her and her employer. No entity with police force is forcing her to work and earn a wage. However, there are levels of government that do have police power that force her to pay taxes with the threat of arrest and jail time. But that does not figure into a liberal's mindset at all because government is always the savior. Anyway, what is the logical conclusion that would alleviate the situation where she will not have to work on a holiday? Well, that would be the company automating the barista with technology that has less long-term expenses and no need for her to work at all. Solves that problem, doesn't it? It solves all the problems for people complaining about minimum wage jobs having to work on holidays. This is just an example of the major media news outlet taking a side or showing sympathy for a preferred segment or special interest group to push a political narrative. 
It is the narrative that there needs to be a nationwide minimum wage of $15 an hour. Or that employers should be forced through the power of government to provide their employees with a quote-unquote living wage, whatever the heck that is. Before we close the show, I'd like to leave you with this from God's Word. Today, it comes to us from the book of Psalms 52.3. You love evil rather than good, falsehood rather than speaking the truth. Our national news and social media companies definitely spread lies rather than the truth. They also suppress the truth from reaching all sectors of the electorate because they love evil. Heck, their actions for the past few decades can actually be called evil. Do not fall for their lies about the return to normal. And definitely do not fall for their lies that your time should not be invested in the restoration of our republic. The news and social media companies have been cheerleaders for the restrictions on our liberties that all levels of government have imposed since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. Those same companies actively engage in suppressing information which they themselves deemed as misinformation. And that means one of two things. And the first being that those companies believe that every person that uses their platforms or reads their news do not have the ability to determine for themselves what information to believe and not believe. In other words, they think you and I are too dumb to process all of this information and make our own choices. And the second being, they do not want people to exercise critical thinking and speaking out against policies and programs their preferred political party or politician are putting into place. Think about that especially when they are trying to sell you the lie about a return to normal. They want a return to normal where their actions would go unchallenged in the marketplace of ideas. They want a return to government subtly exercising control over every aspect of our lives. They actually need a return to a way of life that emboldens them, the new aristocracy, and their pals in the Hollywood elite, so they can set the tone and direction for our republic. They want the return of the apathetic electric because that condition enables them to stay close to the seat of power that is government, when the seat of power in our constitutional republic is actually supposed to be the citizen. Do not believe them and their love and use of lies. Until next week, stand in the arena with me, Reveille. It's time to wake up.